Welcome to the Evolution Exchange podcast, bringing together the best technical leaders to talk about the industry passions and challenges that they are facing. I'm Ollie Stockford from Evolution Recruitment Solutions, helping businesses connect with top tech talent, and today I am your host. So today we're going to be discussing the strategies for success in a rapidly changing landscape that is online booking. An interesting topic for sure, and I am therefore excited to get into this one. I'm delighted to be joined by Craig Bewley from SportsKey, Rich Steinzen from SimplyBook.me, and Robert Grayling from ThinkBooker. Before we delve deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the room with some introductions. Craig, do you mind kicking us off, please? Well, thanks very much, Ali. Yeah, so Craig Beauty is my name, and I'm the founder and the CEO of SportsKey. And SportsKey, we're really passionate about sport and getting people to play sport. And we have a mission of, of, of helping 20 million people play sport by, by 2024. Um, I guess our software helps people play sports in, in two main ways. One, we help venues uh, who have sports facilities uh, move away from using spreadsheets uh, and online calendars to moving online. And then we also help their customers find and book their sports facilities uh, very easily. So that's a bit of background to what we do in Sports Key. Fantastic. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Root? Uh, yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm uh, Root, uh, the senior of Simply Book Me. Uh, we run an online booking system, uh, which is uh, it's actually caters to a broad, uh, broad range of verticals. So we are not just focused on sports, but uh, we are focused on you know beauty industry, the the sports industry as well, consultants, uh, you know massage salons, and basically you know if you're running a service business and you need to accept the online appointments. Uh, then, then, then we can uh, we can help you uh, basically. Uh, we have clients all over the world, uh, but with US and UK being our kind of two biggest uh, markets, uh, we've been. Uh, uh, the solution was originated from Iceland in, in 2012, and uh, sorry, 2010. But uh, I actually joined the company in 2015, and since then we've grown from five employees to 55 employees. And uh, yeah, now we have headquarters in Cyprus, uh, but we have employees all over the world, so. Our employees are working in Ukraine, England, Portugal, Poland, uh, Taiwan. And uh, yeah, I just love my job. It's a really interesting uh, sector to be in. I'd, I'd say, uh, I mean, there's a fierce competition for sure, but it's a very agile market. And, uh, you know, I was working in banking before. So for me, this is definitely uh, way more exciting. Thank you, Ruth. And last but not least, Rob. Hi, yeah. Uh, Rob Grayling from uh, ThinkBooker. Uh, as a Business ThinkBook has been around, uh, changed hands quite a few times. Been around for the last last twenty twenty two years. Um, back in the day when uh, the internet was just getting going, and online booking was only just starting to become a thing. So a lot of uh, past experience there and uh, intellectual property that has grown over the last fifteen years. But uh, yeah, same same with the other uh, two businesses. Uh, quite quite diverse set of uh, operations that we run. We primarily focus in the education sector, I would say. Uh, part of the education sector is, as, as with Craig's business, getting people introduced into sports and things like that, but also other types of education, universities and whatnot. So, yeah, we we spread ourselves out in the education sector and uh, the spaces sector where you can book spaces and things like that. So, um, also, not, not, not really worldwide, US and, and UK are main markets as well. Um, and, and we, we, uh, I think looking to grow over, over the next few years. Um, and we can only really do that if we start embracing some of the things that technology has to offer and some of the advancements that have come over the last sort of five, maybe 10 years, if you had a push. So yeah, 
that's that's what we're looking to grow towards. Thank you, Rob, and thanks all for the introductions. Uh, so now we're all introduced. Uh, let's move on to the topic in focus. Uh, so we've all been discussing separately a question or statement. As usual with this, I'll work around the room asking you to give your thoughts on your question and the reasons behind it. Um, and then each of you will have the opportunity to give your take on the situation too. So let's start with Root. Uh, Root, your question was, uh, what are the strategies for optimizing online bookings and how can online booking management companies use them to maximize revenue and customer satisfaction? Yeah, I mean, the way we look at it, uh, I'd say, first of all, it's just always about the, the end client. So as long as our users' clients are uh, able to easily book and pay for their services, you know, they find it easy, uh, intuitive, and user-friendly, uh, if that's working for them, then it's very uh, likely that our users will be will, will be happy with the system that we are providing with it. So it's always about, like, you know, making it as easy as possible for the end clients who's actually making things and then if we kind of you know uh, dive a bit deeper into that then like what does that entail so first of all like if you have this uh, and the potential clients searching for a business online they go on google and booking website they might find your instagram account your 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 facebook page or your your google business profile and everywhere they go they should be able to take an action they should be able to you know find the information and they should have a book button so what we learn is that they can book button on their instagram profile on the facebook profile on the google business profile uh, on their website and if they don't have a website uh, then they we actually uh, provide them with a booking website so this is uh, the, the first thing just to be like present on all channels uh, then this is a second phase, uh, and that's basically okay. You have you have found the business, you have found the uh, CTA or, or book button, so you you spin it on making it as smooth and easy as possible. So no matter whether this end client is on a mobile or on a, on his desktop, it should be very easy to find the service to book it. And if uh, you know the, the the user wants to accept payments as well or deposits to make sure that, that uh, you know this client will actually show up for the for the service then this as well should be like very smooth and easy. So uh, we, we make sure that uh, this is this is uh, very user-friendly, both in both founder and also in terms of uh, if they're non-mobile. So we have to optimize everything for mobile as well. Um, we kind of consider us very important this, that uh, the user can uh, customize everything. So. No matter whether you know the client is on the on the social media profile or the booking website, they will always kind of you know see the logo. And they will always see everything is on brand. So this this helps this uh, to uh, portray always image towards uh, the client, uh, and 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 so that uh, they will stick in their mind as being a business that they can kind of you know envision their brand and and is the, what what they stand for basically. So everything that we do at Simply Book is that you you know you can you can choose your booking website you can choose between the other and customize everything you can have much followers all the links and you can have your own uh, client uh, mobile app which is branded so that everything is to kind of enforce uh, the the brand of the business itself. Um, another thing that uh, we we focus on and uh, we help our users to is to collect reviews so always after. After uh, every single booking, they can get like an automated message, like, you know, please, please uh, your thoughts. And this review uh, will be portrait on your booking website. And also reviews that you have on your booking website. Make sure that you, you know, 
basically and leverage all the reviews that you can get on all the different platforms that you have. So that's uh, another important element in this. Um, two other things that we always focus on as well uh, is uh, we help them, uh, we help our users to cross-sell and upsell as much as possible. So if you have a clock coming in during sort of the booming process, you know, you can actually uh, sell them a service add-on. You know, do you want some, if you are, for example, you're booking a massage, do you want this extra oil that's supposed to be really good for your skin and pay something extra for that? Or, you know, do you want to uh, buy some specific products uh, that you can get delivered as soon as you come in for, for the service? So, uh, or even like with tips, we, we offer you as well to offer some tips. So you can really try to maximize the revenue of, of, of every single client. And then, and then the last but not least, just to make sure that uh, our users can keep in a very good contact with their clients. So we've seen this as well. Like uh, they, they want to be able to quickly send the WhatsApp message to the client, like, you know, I'm running a little bit late, or the client sending to the business, I'm running a little bit late. Or you want to uh, be able to send some uh, marketing uh, marketing message uh, to your clients, or you want to, you know, offer them loyalty points. You you want to strengthen the relationship between the, the, the business and the end client. Because as long as that is strong, you know, the, the business will continue get, to get bookings from the end clients. And as long as they're getting uh, bookings from the end clients, uh, then they will continue to use our system. So it all it kind of, it all holds hand in hand. And so when we are running our business, business and thinking, okay, so how can we kind of optimize it? We always think just for our users, like how can, how can we best help them uh, with running their business? And if they're running a good business, then they'll continue to be happy users for us. So it's, that's a good thing. So we are always working in collaboration with our users to, to make uh, you know the most of the system. And this is this is like what I was kind of mentioning here before is, is maybe more of our in terms of uh, the relationship between our users and their clients. And if that's uh, running smoothly, uh, then that's that's great. But and then also of course you have the other angle of that's just to help them to run their business. And then you have things like you know efficient reporting. Uh, good integration so uh, that uh, you can integrate with the other business tools that they're using and uh, make sure that we kind of help them to run their, their, their day-to-day business, uh, having an efficient admin app so where you can see like all the upcoming bookings and where you can easily kind of, you know, uh, add, add some new bookings if there's somebody who's calling you and you can see everything on the go, etc. So this is just something that uh, we are focusing on every single day and constantly uh, trying to do in a better way. Perfect. Thank you, Roots. Um, have either uh, Rob or Craig got any thoughts there to add to that point? Uh, brilliant point, by the way, Root, so thank you for sharing. Not a major that, I would say. Um, really a couple of things occurred to me. I mean, uh, you know, mo- most of what Root said was was uh, spot on, um, and I would agree with that things, uh, as she was talking, popped into my head, uh, things like, you know, streamlining the UX, the user experience um, through all the, bu- the booking flows, um, passing those on, having those brandable, having those uh, flows uh, customizable by you know the cl- our clients who then uh, on uh, pass that user experience then on in, in turn to their clients um, and trying to make the customers our customers fall into the pit of success with those tools so not not getting them to tie themselves in their own knots with over customizability but rather taking all of the market research that we've been doing for many many years on how to best get a customer their customers over the line in terms of making a payment making a booking and not confusing the issue too much. I think if uh, if you can offer them the tools that allow them a certain amount of flexibility, but not give them too much rope to hang themselves with, I think you're you're in a good place there. I think I did touch on that anyway, um, around about, but that's the, the user experience piece that sort of um, 
uh, came into my head. And then just in terms of the customer satisfaction point, uh, two types of customer satisfaction. Obviously, there's our customers who are buying the booking systems, and then there's their ongoing customers themselves. Uh, and that's a tricky game sometimes because uh, it's it, it, whilst it is our job to make sure our direct customers are satisfied, passing that on to the customers down the line can sometimes be tricky because the you can have conflicts of interest. Um, for us, the way we work towards that is trying to make sure that you know our charging models are geared towards uh, we start making money when our customers are making money and when they go through low periods, uh, it doesn't uh, booking system doesn't cost them the earth to be able to keep it going. Um, how they then pass that on to their customers um, is up to them and and hopefully you can find some uh, continuity there and make sure that that satisfaction goes downstream all the way. Uh, different businesses are going to have different approaches, but yeah, that's that's sort of what we do as well in that space. Brilliant. Thank you, Rob. Craig, over to you for your question. Um, your question was, what are the latest trends in online booking management and how are they shaping the industry? Yeah, I think I think for us, we're obviously in an area around sports and, and the booking of sports facilities. Um, but what we've seen is that, that, you know, a lot of industries are obviously, you know, you just wouldn't think about not going online to book like your airlines or your hotel or whatever. Whereas sports, it was it slowly was moving towards online booking prior to COVID, and then when COVID hit, I think everyone in the industry realised actually that they needed to move online, so it kind of accelerated that whole whole process. Um. So since COVID, the question isn't why we should move online; it's 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 when. So we've really seen that shift. In terms of our industry, things like um, remote access controls become quite popular. So people want to be able to open and close their facilities remotely. Uh, you know, uh, if you're block booking a, a sports facility, you mightn't want to pay for it up front. So things like pay as you go. So kind of being able to split the payments. And similarly for the end user who's making the booking, he might he or she might want to split the payment amongst their group. So um We've seen a lot of payment options becoming very popular integrations. You know, in our industry, there's no one product that does everything. You know, people want, you know, something that manages, you know, their leisure system as well as their facilities. And there isn't one product that does it really well. So we've seen integrations becoming very, very popular. Um, And I think what's really shaping the industry for us is probably the Generation Z. So... The people who were kind of born between 1995 and 2012, who've come out of school, who've grown up with the internet, that generation just don't like talking to people. Um, they don't like email necessarily. They're just used to going on to their phone. And if they can't find something and book it within a couple of seconds, they're gone to the next person. So, so I think that generation is really helping shape uh, our industry, and I'm sure with Rob and, and Ruth as well, is that that just move, they're helping move everyone to online booking. Um, so, you know, those are kind of the trends and 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 where we see the industry moving in our sector. Brilliant, thank you, Craig. Um, Rob or Ruth, anything to add to that? Any other trends that you're seeing, um, or do you relate to to break that? No, I mean I agree, and I think actually COVID uh, educated the market quite rapidly. You know, uh, before COVID hit, and you saw also market analysis how the market was supposed to grow, but I think we are already like at 2030. You know, in in, in terms of uh, 
this awareness and growth in the, in the, in the past two or three years, uh, uh, now people just find it is like almost your personal right, you know, to be able to, to book online with, instead of just calling off. So I think that that probably help, uh, helped uh, all of uh, our businesses here. Uh, and then it's just uh, us to kind of, uh, you know, take on the next step and, and uh, make it uh, just as user-friendly as possible. And, and uh, like Craig was saying, there's been a lot of uh, uh, advancement within the payment industry. So uh, we are constantly offer kind of, uh, you know, the top to pay and be able to accept pay- touchless payment via the admin app and, and all of that, just to try to make it as smooth as possible, both, you know, with regards to the online part, but also when they come on site, because a large part of uh, outlines, for example, are, are not taking the online payments, but they, they do want to take uh, accept payments on site. So we need to make sure that that is also uh, done in an efficient way. Brilliant. Thanks, Ruth. Uh, Rob, moving over to you, actually, for your uh, question here. Uh, so how is technology changing the way that it works? Um, probably a good point to call to next following the latest trends. Um, because what are the latest innovations in the field, which you could pass a similar question. Um, but I, I suppose from your point of view, how do you see the technology that is rapidly increasing and changing over time? How is that changing the way that online booking works? Um, yeah, I think obviously uh, technology has been an evolutionary process um, since the internet started, I would say, uh, got a major uh, kick in acceleration uh, when, you know, in the early 2000s, you know, after the dot-com, boom and bust um technology has moved on from strength to strength then uh, especially in the it space uh, in the cloud space uh, we still cloud providers uh, centralization of networks um outsourcing of infrastructure all that type of stuff started happening around you know 2009 2010 and it's only gotten more adopted um i would say uh, if you're not, you know, if you're providing some kind of SaaS solution or even an on-premise uh, solution, uh, on-premise solutions these days still live in the cloud themselves. Um, very few providers are setting out to provide monolithic um, applications to be able to deploy uh, at individual uh, enterprises. Um, only the big ones are still left, but even those are turning to more of a SaaS model, uh, similar to what we've all been migrating towards uh, over the last five or so years. As, as Craig said, COVID kicked that into gear in a big way. Uh, we saw major drop-off um, of interest in anything at the beginning of COVID. And the next thing you know, it just absolutely exploded a couple of months later because people went through this closing down phase and then they just realized that everything was going to be online. And obviously we had to keep up with that and keep up with the demand, uh, especially in the education space, which we work in. Uh, we had to go to the cloud very, very quickly. Had to increase our uh, server uh, cap- capacity uh, in a big way. Uh, lots of traffic was generated, um, and we found the weakest parts of our system during that time uh, came under s- tremendous strain and had to very, very quickly, you know, close some hatches and and button it all together to make sure that it stayed. And from a technology perspective, the cloud really helped with that because you've almost got infinite scalability now. You can just flick of a switch and you can get more power, get more memory, get more storage. Um, those kinds of things were not available to you when you were just renting a, a rack inside of a server that was hosted somewhere. Uh, you had to send people out there and upgrade your hardware. And I think from a technology perspective, um, the way online booking management works now uh, is is purely cloud-driven and is pretty much the, the way of the future. Uh, when it comes to end users um, and the technology, um, as 
Craig also pointed out Gen Z's uh, massive influence. They've got uh, an incredibly short attention span um, as uh, as a generation, and they don't uh, like to stick around anywhere too long uh, if if it's not working for them. So they're very critical of technology. If it's not working, they're off to find the next thing, as Craig said. And so from so from a technology point of view, as well as from a uh, research point of view, studying the user experience, studying user trends. Uh, and and studying unhappy paths as they traverse through the software be- has become of paramount importance. And fixing those quickly before you lose uh, massive chunks of the audience is become the biggest challenge. I think development tools and development methodologies have come a long way. Uh, back in the 2000s, we used to build, early 2000s, late 90s, we used to build systems using waterfall methodologies. Um, those have all come um, full circle round to much more agile approach. Uh, many businesses, most businesses, I would say, who are interested in a uh, quick turnaround and being able to pivot, even though they might be large in nature, they want to pivot quickly, strateg- uh, strategically internally. They want to add a feature here because there's mass- massive demand for it that they didn't see coming. All of that requires you to have your internal development processes really mapped out, make sure that you're running in some sort of agile nature and that you can deploy very, very quickly and um, very responsibly to the to the, um, uh, the public at large. And then, of course, if you've spread your technology solution out to many clients, you've got to make sure you can get it out to each one of those clients as quickly as possible. Uh, and again, that, that's where the cloud-based uh, t- um, technology can help. Um, I think that's probably all I've got on on how the technology is coming along uh, in terms of trends as to see where I see it going. I see uh, trust being a big uh, factor when it comes to technology and the booking space in particular, um, similar to how you might be trading in currencies or trading on the stock market. If you don't trust the exchange or the uh, nature of the organization that you're doing business with, you're worried about losing money. And I think booking systems fall very much into that space as well. Uh, so I can see a lot of trends going into the future. Maybe I won't. I don't think it'll be long before the next, you know, five or so years before you start seeing bookie systems uh, handling all of their transactions uh, across a blockchain, similar to what uh, cryptocurrencies operate today, and uh, all for the purpose of having outward transparency. We've uh, turned up at a concert or a, an event that requires you to have a ticket that's got a QR code on it. These are fungible. These are uh, completely uh, defraudable uh, to a large extent by the fraudsters out there. And I think having bookings, if you're going to a major concert and knowing that your ticket is yours, it belongs to you and be able to have the proof of it and moving stuff onto the blockchain in future might be a, a big way. I mean, a lot of these stadiums and, and locations have put their own apps together to try and achieve this, but it's not it's not centralized and it's not distributed and it's not agreed upon it's just them um having a local localized control over who has booked what and i think where i see technology going in the future is having a decentralized capacity where uh anyone who's booked anything can prove that they are the owner of that particular ticket whatever it might be and um that's that's just something that's very interesting to me uh in the future because uh, where companies traditionally have booked, uh, create, I mean, bought booking systems from companies like ourselves, um, or they built them internally, um, I see a future from a technology perspective where any person, just like this gig economy where somebody can become an Uber driver overnight, 
you know, pass a few, tick a few boxes, pass a few uh, questions, and then they can start using their vehicle as a means of uh, ferrying people around. This whole gig economy, I think, is going to push over into the booking space as well, where just like eBay or, or something like that, somebody might have a room and they just want to book. They don't want a whole booking system, but they just want to make that room bookable, just like an Airbnb or something like that. And I see many people just having small things, whether it be a yoga studio, whether it be whatever, uh, spinning spinning studio, to just be able to create something that's bookable without having to invest in an entire booking system to do so. And people can come along with a simple link or a simple app to just be able to book on those things. I see that as sort of the future of booking and technology where you empower the end users to just set up a pop-up booking system that just does what uh, companies today can do soon, individuals will be able to do as well. So yeah, that's that's what I had for you on the where I think tech's going. Brilliant, Rob. On the blockchain front, it is a very interesting, uh, ever-changing landscape as well, which is one that, so we do have a, a separate uh, podcast all around that with my colleague, Rachel Connolly. Um, for anyone listening, um, give that a listen. Uh, Craig, during Rob's uh, explanation, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I, I, I think the big thing, and I think there's a, there's a massive developments is around the payment side of things so you know i mean stripe obviously are one of the leaders in this space i think there was you know one of the founders john collison recently was talking about the fact that you know there's still 10 percent of payments are failing uh you know and people are accepting of that and i think you know russ and rob you mentioned your your uk and us were two of the key markets we're starting to work in the us now and you know there's still that culture of checks and they they still still send checks and and online payments isn't as big as it might be in the UK or even Europe so i think in the next number of years there'll be a huge developments in not only the cost of doing online payments dropping but also making it easier to for people to pay bank transfers and getting away from checks so you know when you get to that checkout you know, you know that process just making that even easier and also be cheaper. I think in the next few years, I think there'll be a lot more competition in that space. Fantastic, thanks, Craig. Um, Pebby integrations there coming up quite a lot during um, our guests' conversation, which is uh, an interesting one for sure. Um, so as we look to conclude this conversation, I've got a question to pose to you all. Um, again, Pebby integrations might even play a part in your answer here, but let's see. Um, what does the future hold for online booking? What simply does the future hold? Uh, and you know, how can online booking management companies like individual ones we've got representation here for stay ahead of the curve? So uh, simply, Rob, how does ThinkBooker stay ahead of the game? Um, it's a good question. I think uh, probably a lot of that, um, as I said um, all the way along, is going to be technology-based and embracing that. I think... Um, with the advent of artificial intelligence, I think uh, having an AI guide you through your booking process and putting your package together or things like that is going to be the the, the go-to uh, for systems in the future. I think if your system is not somehow uh, intelligent like that, it's going to fall behind the curve uh, no matter what. Um, I think um, obviously designing the user experiences and, and keeping up with the trends and making sure that generationally you can uh, keep your software interesting and easy to use and keep people on the happy path and as you say 10 percent of payments uh, are failing that's a that's a clear and distinctive unhappy path which obviously we want to get rid of uh, alongside integration with payment providers 
but for us, um, I would say, uh, much like I said in, in, in the question before, having a situation where booking systems move from the domain of businesses to the domain of individuals and having them more distributed in nature, I think that uh, is probably where this is all going uh, in the future. And I feel like uh, you can still have your brand represented and, and you, you won't lose that necessarily, but I feel like it will just fracture into many, many more um, moving parts. And I think if you can have the software that can keep up with that and the software that can enable that, I think you'll have huge demand as a business going forward. Um, and uh, yeah, as I said about AI, I think that's a big one. Uh, Thanks, Rob. That's me. Great. Anything to add there? What's your take on the... Uh... You know what simplybook.me would have to stay ahead of yeah i mean i, I disagree with the uh, rod i mean ai is obviously the, the next big thing and uh, we at simplybook may have been uh, uh working uh you know with the ai now uh, and kind of integrating it into our solution so now whenever a new user is signing up and going through the process you know he will sign up that he is coming from let's say london and he has a beauty salon and then we will do like auto description for him uh that kind of will help him to, to sell his business and he will uh, also get suggested uh, what kind of treatments he's offering. If he chose like a beauty uh, salon, for example, in the salon process, he will he'll be able just to, to click on, you know, manicure or pedicure or whatever. Like we will do the suggestion for him. We will also help him with the uh, auto description for his services and his service providers and try to make it as easy as possible uh, on the user when he's going through the salon process. Uh, we're also working with AI now to uh, help, our, uh, help our live agents. So who are doing, uh, uh, who are helping our users. So basically we have a plugin now uh, based on AI so that it can actually search through all of the previous answers from all of our uh, help support through the years. Uh, also go through our video tutorials, go through uh, all the help centers. So this will enable our live agents to uh, be very quick in responding, uh, responding sorry, to, uh, to our clients. So basically we are, we are trying to do what we can to make AI help us to make the system as efficient as possible. But then I think a second challenge will be, and, and as uh, Rob touched upon, is that, uh, you know, when 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 our users are going through the booking process, then I can easily foresee that it would just be like a voice uh, kind of asking you questions like, so where are you based? Uh, yeah, I'm based in London. What, are you, uh, what kind of business are you in? I'm in beauty salon. Okay, so how many employees do you have? What are the names? And so basically you will just, you know, guide them through the whole process of setting it up. So that's something that it's easy to kind of envision that that it will go that way. Uh, and then the third thing is that, you know, how will people search for an online booking system uh, going forward? Will they still go on Google and search as they're doing today? Will they go to go to just, uh, you know, uh, uh, GPT and the search there? Or will it just be like something on the phone? So you will just uh, always kind of uh, talk to your phone. And when you talk to your phone and you get the responses also in, in voice, then you might not have as many links as you have now when you go through each and every one and you're checking out the different booking systems. So how will this kind of develop? That's also something that we are uh, very much focused on because um, a lot of our clients just find us organically. We, we, we rank pretty highly, so we, we have been fortunate with that. But this is also going to change. You know, How are people searching for a booking system and, and how do they choose a booking system? So I think those are all kind of concerns that uh, you know we are we are looking into and, and uh, trying to kind of foresee to make sure that uh, we keep, keep up to date. Thanks, Ruth. Greg? Yeah, well, look, I think to to the, what Rob and Ruth said, look, AI is clearly the, the, 
the topic of conversation for everyone at the moment. Uh, I think at the moment, I think it's more machine learning. Um, I don't think the technology is there to work out the human brain. So I do think in areas like Ruth said, where, you know, customer, where you're inducting customers and customer support, I think that's where that AI is going. I still don't think it's going to replace the human intelligence anytime soon. I think in the industry, there'll be a lot of consolidation and integration. There's a lot of booking systems that have come out there. I suspect people will consolidate and there'll be that area. I think, you know, Google are still leading the way at the moment on the search. But I wonder with things like Bing and, as you said, ChatGPT, I wonder are those things going to become more prevalent in the next few years? And how do we stay ahead of the curve? Well, look, you know, it's it's continuously innovating. It's 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 continuously uh, talking to our customers. I mean, I know that's not rocket science, not probably anything too new, but I think that's a crucial way of staying ahead of the curve is constantly talking and getting feedback from customers. So hope that was helpful. Fantastic. Very bright and simple communication. Thank you very much. That was today's Evolution Exchange podcast. Our thanks, massive thanks to our guests for joining us today and sharing their views with us. I would also like to thank you for listening and I hope you can join us again next time.